0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: I am Stuart Roberts and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me See Me. It's just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did more than I could have ever realised. It helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America, I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job. This is a calling. Right, and we're beginning. So, this is, um, I'm with Jackie McCall from Haircuts for Homeless Manchester. Now, Jackie has got the giggles, so just apologise now because Jackie's going to keep giggling because there's something about my face that makes Jackie giggle. I don't know what it is. But, um... The thing is, Jackie's quite remarkable. She's got to get me embarrassed now. Jackie's quite remarkable because she only joined us a year ago. Is that right, Jackie?
0: Beginning of the year.
1: The beginning of this January, year. January, yeah. we, we started chatting now just chatting at the, the end of last year, didn't we? Right. yeah. Just leading at my DMs and then we started chatting. But we instantly had quite a rapport, didn't we, that we was in a similar thing at the same time. So, as soon as possible, I knew I wanted to get Jackie involved. And incredibly, uh, in that short space of time, I mean, I'll let her tell her the story, but in that short space of time, she's opened ten projects.
0: Ten projects.
1: And has got five waiting for the new year. Waiting for the new year, yes. So, she's done anything about this woman. She's a woman of action, which is uh, something after my own heart. Um, So, Jackie, tell us where you were when... When you first contacted me?
0: I had just given up my own salon um, after being a salon owner for the past ten years Um, and not in really the best of places with it. I just wanted to get away from it with one thing or another. And I was always interested in doing haircuts for homeless, walking into town, into Manchester... And um, I just thought there was something out there. Then I did a couple of, tried to do a couple of, approach a couple of the homeless and um, offer my services, but it, it was difficult because I was on my own and trying to convince them that, you know, I wasn't some sort of weirdo, I suppose, <laughs> <laughs> approaching them. Anyway, saw the advert for haircuts for homeless come on and, I, and straight away I looked, then I thought, God, I want to do that. But even when my husband sat next to me, he turned around and said, that's you. you, you need to contact, you need to contact this guy. So I did a bit of jiggery-pokery finding out who was, who it was, who it was, and obviously it was Stuart, and uh, sent him an email, then probably stalked him because I sent him another email.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were very <laughs> persistent, as I, I remember. Was,
0: yeah. And then eventually, I think he emailed me back saying... You know, give me a call, and I thought, oh, it's actually happening. Oh, something's <laughs> happening. Anyway, rang Stuart, and then the connection that that we had, as in what he'd been going through, what I'd gone through, and I just thought, oh wow, it's not just me. There's someone else that understands how I how I am at this posi- at this particular point, and uh, and it we just said right, we'll meet up, we'll speak about it, and then come January, it was a case off. I contacted again, and knew he was extremely busy because I think everybody started contacting yeah. you and emailing yeah. you and you just went, your world just went, yeah, went with, mad. Bit mad with everything. And uh, so I, I persistent again, and he said, ring me, wrong, and then we said, right, would you like to be a team leader? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that, I'll do <laughs> that. Um, do you want to do Stockport? Because we've got this centre in Stockport that you've been dealing with. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that, I'll do that. Right, what about Manchester? Oh, do you want me to do Manchester instead of Stockport? No, Manchester as well. Yeah, I'll do that, I'll do that. <laughs> oh, and the excitement of getting my teeth into something, something I really feel passionate about and really wanted to do, and it just started from there. Yeah. And then it was just, I, I enjoyed getting all the volunteers, putting adverts out, looking for volunteers, and it was just it's just this pride, which I still have, of being part of this like this charity that it's, it's just... Yeah. It's just great, yeah. just getting everybody together. Got my first centre, did the first launch in Stockport, and I just thought, oh, wow, wow, right, right, right. let's go from here. So then it was the next centre, which spun off from the first centre in Stockport, and then I thought, right, where about in Manchester? Start having a look around, researching in Manchester. Right, I'll contact this centre. Oh, great, another one. Let's go in here, launch. And then it just all spun off. And then from going from about two or three volunteers... Word was getting about, I've now got up to 40 volunteers just in the Manchester and Stockport yeah. area. I know, yeah. It's just amazing. And then it's just gone from one centre to the next centre. And then eventually it's centres contacting me now, emailing me, saying, "Can you know, can you come in? It sounds great. It's amazing. I've seen it on TV. We We could really use hairdresser's coming in, would you please consider us? So now I've gone from 10, as Stuart said, I've got another five projects sat waiting for dates which won't be launched until February and March. But then I've also got other ones that are showing interest, getting emails. So for me, from being the one team leader, I'm now looking at, I'm in a position looking at putting other team leaders in yeah. I'll still oversee everything for them but yeah. they're there so that it frees me up that I can go looking for other centres then yeah. and just spreading the word so it's not going to just be Stockport, Manchester I'm hoping it's going to be Northwest because yeah. oh, <laughs> that was a new one because yeah. we've just launched in Liverpool as well yeah. we've now done uh, our second session we're due to do the third session over yeah. there next week and um, and th- from there, from that one centre over there, we've now got another two mm. that are showing interest in looking for dates. So where I'm saying there's five, there could potentially next year still be somewhere in the region or another ten coming on board next year. Yeah,
1: like just from the north west. Just just from the scale or the the, um, the timeline that you've been doing so far. Yeah. you know that equates to it, uh, probably yeah. at least twenty by the, this time next year.
0: That's it. Um, but
1: what I like is what you do is that you you don't go all in at once which I've learned you can't do no. they've got to be open properly yeah. with the right people That's right. so sometimes there's a position where like you've got five waiting but yeah. it's better to let them wait a let few wait more months yeah. and then open properly because it's, right. it's a big responsibility isn't it for yeah. your volunteers I mean yeah. you know how do you feel about that
0: yeah well you've got to have the right volunteers as well because it's not for everybody and I understand that you have people that come in and you, I try and explain, and I'm sure everybody does, team leaders, you explain to them exactly what you're going to be facing when you get in there. But yeah, there might be the grim part of it, but oh God, it's so satisfying. Once once you've done that haircut and you see yeah. the smile on that client's face when they're yeah. walking back out that door. And that's what spurs you on to keep going and doing it and doing it and doing it. Yeah. Um, and the volunteers I've got, yes, I've had ones that have come and gone, because it's not for them and that's that's fine, yeah. that, that that happens. But then you've got the ones that are really into and I'm really lucky because I've got a cracking lot of volunteers that, yeah. you know, they're all sort of like, I'm doing that date. No, I'm going to do that date, I'll do that date, you know, and I've always, I've not once touched, touched wood, I haven't um, been let down on a centre where no. I've had no volunteers. No. They've all been there and yeah. we've all supported each other as well. And, again, I've been meeting all these new hairdressers that I would never meet when I've just been in a salon. You know, you're meeting all different people. Mm. And, oh, it's it's like a, a bonding session with them as well. You, you, you think, oh, yeah, I'm in I'm in Manchester this week. Oh, yeah, that such-and-such such will be there, and such-and-such and such will be yeah. there. Oh, that's great. But not only that, we're now at a stage where we've got the returning clients coming back to us as well and the hugs we get. Oh, hi, oh, I'll be looking forward to you coming in. And... Um, and they say, we go, all i right, right, we're over in Liverpool next week. Oh, what a great centre that is, you know. Yeah. And it's not just the volunteers, it's the people we deal with, the people who run the centres. Yeah. That It's 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 massive you, how many people you do meet yeah. and how much you get out of it. You come home, you come home with this buzz. You know, you can't wait to get on to the next one.
1: It's a real lift, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a real yeah. lift, yeah. And I think you've mentioned, I think, you know, I have mentioned really why I wanted to start the podcast, because... Over the five years, because next week, I don't know when this will ever go out, but uh, the, the next weekend is five years since yeah. we started, you know, and that was just on my own. Um, and since then, on my so-called journey, I hate that word, journey, but journey, <laughs> I've i have met so many incredible homeless people with such wonderful stories of survival and, you know, and, and with great attitudes, despite yeah. of what, it what finished me, through. some of it, yeah. you know, and, and they've still, they're soldiering on, they're, they're keeping their head up, and but also, like, then I met some of the most wonderful people who are running these charities and, yeah. or running these centres of work or volunteering. See, some are volunteering in these centres. Some are some are paid because they're employed. But having said that, right. it's more than a job, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, the vocation for yeah. them is, is incredible. And then also the hairdressers, it was such a bonus and me. I, I've met hedgers from all over the UK yeah, now. Yeah. And it's interesting to meet these fellow hedgers. We wouldn't have met them, would we?
0: No, we wouldn't have. And then it's just, even just wearing the T-shirt, walking about, it starts conversations with people. You know, even when you walk into, just walk into town, you're actually going to a centre, someone will see the teacher, their T-shirt and they'll say to you, oh, I've seen that on telly. Oh, yeah. oh, tell me more about it. Oh, it's remarkable what you're doing. That's great. Yeah. And And everybody, it's... Everybody knows what it feels like to have their hair done. Everybody knows that, that lift that you get yourself. So yeah. imagine what it must be like if you've not had your hair done, you've not had anyone look at you, speak to you on the street, whatever, yeah. and you get a haircut, just gives them that little bit, that yeah. lift. You know, and the centers say it to you as well when they see they see them coming in day in, day out, um, trying to help them getting referred and stuff, but they said the the biggest thing for them is once we've been in they can see the lift. it's like it's like a happiness comes through the centre when we've been in, you know, or they know we're coming in. That they're waiting for us now, you know, yeah. and we're getting busier and busier and busier in all these centres, and it's it's just great. You can't I, I can't say enough about it.
1: <laughs> well, the, the, and the, the that shows through, and your passion always shows through. Mm. Yeah, you, know, you know that it's undeniable your passion for it. But uh, if you don't mind, you know, like talking a little bit personally, yeah. you know, taking you back to when you started and, and that connection we had, because when we did first talk on the phone, it was a long phone call. I it, mean, was because, long phone call it was a yeah. It was, was not yeah. it? Because <laughs> I was not expecting it because, no. you know, I, I just closed, I was in the process of closing. I don't know whether, I can't remember whether it's closing or I just closed it just, after 30 just, years. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Um and it wasn't my intention, but, you know, mm. like the landlord doubled the rent and all that yeah. stuff. So I think, you know, like, these things aren't, they're not by choice, yeah. I mean, otherwise you would, you know, retire and sell your business and retire, mm. so they're not by choice the way you're forced to do these things. But I know you and I both, was it seemed to be, in that very, really low part, um, I know it hit me personally really, really hard, and um, at that point you hadn't started, but I was doing it. Yeah. And it, it saved me.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Do you, yeah, do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know you felt the same much you started. That's right. That it, 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 to me, it just took all of my worst troubles away by seeing someone with far more than you.
0: Exactly. It, yeah.
1: It, it, was it like that for you?
0: Definitely. Um, the year before I gave up my salon, um, going back, really sort of back personally for myself, uh, we lost a business through no fault of her own, it just... Overnight, that business went. Mm. So that was quite a low. But in the same week, um, my mum was diagnosed with an illness. Um, I also have a disabled sister. And things were just starting to, you know, like starting to drag me down a little bit. Then the staff coming and going um, in the salon. I couldn't commit full-time into the salon. And... To have a successful business, you have to be there all the time. And I couldn't commit all the time. And then myself, I had a bit of a a health issue with myself, where I had to end up, you know, I was at the hospital twice a week for treatment for myself. And everything, everything just seemed to... I was trying to juggle, you know, supporting my husband with his business, supporting my mum with her illness, supporting myself, the salon and there was just too much going on and I was juggling, you know, and I, it, it just wasn't going to happen. It just wasn't happening and something had to give. So for me, the business had to go. The the salon had to go. My family came first. I came first. And um, and it took me from probably this summer, should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? And, then, and I'm thinking, nope, the salon is, is up here and I need it to stay up there. And rather than that start sort of like losing its credibility because I wasn't in there to keep on top of things, I thought, it has to go. I, I, I really can't do this. And uh, so from the September, I thought, right, that's it, it's going. Made my mind up, go and see the accountant, everything, get it all sorted. And then I handed the business over to who was my junior Trained all the way up. I don't mean I've just handed it to a Junior. She was my Junior when I started all those years ago, and she trained up and she worked alongside me. Absolutely more than capable. Happy to hand my business over to her, and that relieved me from that. However, I was still on a low, with everything else, and seeing again the advert, the haircuts for homeless advert. Speaking to you, we had that long conversation. We had so much in common and uh, and it, it yeah it's brought me back up that this last 12 well yeah 12 months or 12 months ago i wouldn't have been able to walk down the high street because uh, i just had no confidence no confidence in myself i was a very confident person before and then just those last couple of years were I've, just seen photo- I've seen the i'm going to interrupt
1: you cuz i've seen the photographs
0: yeah yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ballroom dancing queen. Ah, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. The
0: whole reason why, an, why I'm in to Manchester
1: a, to, <laughs> a, to a national level and yeah, that yeah. international level Yeah, and
0: British and world, yeah,
1: British and world, Finalists, and you know, yeah. and it's funny because you see, yeah. and this is the thing you see. I mean, I, that you know, like those pictures of that time in your life and that. Yeah, you you know, those pictures ooze confidence. Yeah. So when you talk about not wanting to even face, and I know that, thieving, yeah, literally not wanting to go. You know, it's, I, I, it's I, didn't wanna, it's, yeah. I didn't even want to go back to somewhere I spent 30 years. No. Just couldn't even, I couldn't even go there, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's just a sense that you just can't face it. No,
0: you can't face it, you can't face people. You feel. You feel like the whole world's against you, you feel like... You're walking and you feel like people are saying, oh, there, there's there, there's her that had that salon. Oh, oh yeah. there's her, you know. And, oh, and, it, it, and they're not. They're no, probably they not. they probably not They're not interested. <laughs> no. you're, you're They've, got, chip they've shop. got their own mess <laughs> you know, to worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not interested in it. Yeah. But you feel that and you can't drag yourself out of it. Yeah. And it, it was getting to the stage where, you, you know, you, oh, in the morning it was like, oh, God, I've got to go down. And, oh, no, I don't want to go down there. And I would drive... That, miles away from where yeah. I live to get to somewhere to do my shopping or whatever because yeah. I just didn't want to bump into anybody, I didn't want to yeah. speak to anybody, I just wanted to shrink away. And then, obviously, when we had our conversation, and it was something I thought, No, I really want to do this. And like I said, when I started off the first center, it then like, Oh, right, next center, next, next, next. And in that, this year alone, the things that I've done because of haircuts for homeless, yeah, I've never ever. Never. Even sat here now doing this. <laughs> yeah. No way.
1: <laughs> no, no way.
0: No way last year. so. Yeah, I dragged it's... you on
1: stage, you know, at oh, yeah. yeah.
0: I still can't believe... I can't even watch the video of that. I can't yeah. believe... And I apologise if I'm so Scottish because when I look at that video, <laughs> I didn't realise how Scottish I was. <laughs>
1: Don't worry, I didn't realise how Essex so I was, so I started listening to myself. I know. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I mean, doing that, that was just yeah. something else. I didn't... You know, and then... Uh, like this today as well, it's just...
1: I mean, and this is why, I, I did it for a reason, why I wanted to sort of drag that out of you, because uh, for people who see, you know, whoever ends up listening to this is... The point is that no matter how low you feel, feel yourself...
0: You
1: get it. yeah. A great antidote, and I keep saying this, yeah. I'm going to bore people, but I keep saying this, the biggest antidote to your own problems is helping someone else with theirs. That's it.
0: right, yeah. And
1: it really, really works. Yeah. You know, and it sounds like something a little bit flouncy, but it's not... You know, I really deeply believe that now. Yeah. Because carrying on doing what I do helped me for all of that. Yeah. And I've seen you grow as a person, you know, in this last year, you know.
0: Yeah. I've quite... I suppose myself, a bit like the shrinking. Didn't want to, you know, sort of hide away from things. Didn't want to be involved. Don't want people looking at me. I don't want don't want any attention I I still don't want the tension I I don't mean it a bit like that but it's amazing that I can I can speak now I can I feel I'm back
1: yeah not
0: quite there but I'm back yeah you know and yeah I think seeing like you come you've said before that when you see someone that's in a worse situation than what you're in you think come on give yourself a bit of a kick up the bum a bit, like, yeah. come on, look look what they're going through, you know, and and they can still smile at the end of it. They can still give you the hug and they don't realise how much they're lifting you, you know, and making you feel good as well, as well as you trying to help them. They're really helping you as well.
1: Would um, you say that they they help you more than you help them?
0: I think so at the moment, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think they do. I can
1: relate yeah. to
0: that. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. Yeah, you just uh, you just it's just I don't, I don't know just I don't know what else to say about it. It's just it's it's great. It's.
1: I mean, yeah. today we've come up. You know, I love coming up here, and we've we've got you always give us you always give us a busy busy schedule. <laughs> um, so we started early this morning at um, yeah. Emma's Mosley. Yes. Um, Emma's, so you know, like that it's blew a me away. Centre. Yeah. You know that. I mean, I'm gonna. Speak to Harry. Is yeah, it Harry, Harry, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, who, yeah. Who's, who's uh, one of the, the key guys manager, there, project yeah. manager? Yeah. And the Passion he's got for the place. Yeah, it's and brilliant. I think people need to hear about places like that because yeah. they're not on the, a lot of them aren't on the map, you know, mm. and uh, people don't know the incredible work that they're doing. Yeah. And what I loved about that, I don't know how you feel, but the fact that they're not just—it's not like they're putting a Band-Aid on. No. They're really healing because they've got people. I loved the things they said. Was we've got ex-homeless people. Yeah. So they're not saying they're home, because they actually they're all living. That's there. right,
0: they're living there.
1: And they call them their the, companions. the
0: the they're companions. They're not actually home they don't call them the homeless, do yeah. they? Or clients, whatever. And they're the companions. And, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. And that goes right through to the all the Amos because obviously deal with Amos Salford as well. Yeah. And it's they all have the same you know, it's companions. Yeah. And it's all run the same. They're all really passionate about them. They all live in the centre. They're all um, work in there, um, and the, the, they don't get, like, just, right, OK, you're better now, off you go. It's not that. They can stay as long as they want in Amos until they've got the confidence that they can move on.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, the thing is, what do people... Um, I mean, do, do you find that people have got a preconception of what homeless people are? Yes. And what you've learnt Did you have any preconceptions no. before?
0: no. I didn't. I didn't. It's just, it, I just felt they were less fortunate, or quite a bit less fortunate than, yeah. you know, what I've got. And I, I just, or maybe I looked at them with a bit of, oh, what a shame. Oh, what a shame. How, how did it get you there? You know? Right. Um I never once ever would look at them with disgust or... I would never just ignore any of them, even if it's just eye contact or a smile as I'm going past. You know, I would... i would never... No, 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 no. I'll hug whoever wants to give me a hug on the streets when I've cut their hair or whatever, yeah. I've just done... And they actually apologise. They'll say, oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Can I give you a hug? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, but I stink. Well, so do I if I don't <laughs> wash myself, you know, but hey-ho. <laughs> so... Um, no, I I've not But I do get people asking. The first thing they always ask is, um, you know, do you put gloves on? Yeah. Well, well, no, why? You know, well, you're, t- you're touching their hair. You know. But, well, yeah, of course I'm touching their hair, you know. Um, it's not really any dirtier than someone that w- would walk in the salon and say, oh, I've not washed my hair for a couple of days because I knew I was coming in to get yeah. my hair done. Isn't it? Really? Um, so you don't wear gloves. Well, no, I don't wear gloves because... I can't feel my tools properly. Well, does that matter? Well, yes, it does matter. Yeah, but it's only the homeless. No, that's a client, you know. To me, they're just like a client that's sat down, It's going to pay me, sat in my... Or when I had a salon, they were sitting in my chair, you know, and I treat them exactly the same as what... I, I treat her, 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 anyone who walked in my salon. I don't see them any different.
1: So it's about respect?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, you've got to give them respect. Mm. Yeah.
1: Because they are someone's son, son. someone's daughter, yeah. someone's mother.
0: That's right.
1: Does it shock you? The age gap, or some of the age groups that you get.
0: Um, it's been quite a wide scale. I've, we've got. I go out in the streets as well of Manchester, mm. um, and cut here on the streets. Mm. And I've seen some young that can't be any more than seventeen, eighteen on the streets. Yeah. And you want to take them home because yeah. I feel motherly. <laughs> yeah. I've also on the other scale the older generation, who have got like, stuck in their own ways and um, they've got their own space. They don't want to be helped off the streets. They don't want that help. But, you know, they, they they get a little bit of help here and there where they want it, but they're in they're in control of what they want. Um, but seeing the older ones, it's like it's and I'm when I mean older they're in their 60s late or mid to late 60s and you're thinking this isn't right, they shouldn't be on the streets at all but when you actually speak to them they have the reasons why they want to be on the streets and why they don't want help anywhere else um, it's a bit hard to explain that one but mm. unless you're, you're, you're there listening to their story
1: um, Yeah, it's almost like everyone believes that yeah, they'd be grateful for somewhere that's but right. they, they've, they've got to position in their life, where that is the only comfortable space for
0: them. That's right. And they've got comfort because there's people about that are speaking to them. There's people, even if they are going up and just handing them a sandwich or a drink or whatever, they're they're getting that contact where if they moved themselves into accommodation or into some sort of centre, they, they feel they haven't got that. It, it, it makes them lonely where when they're on the streets sometimes they don't feel lonely that's that's. it's
1: like a camaraderie yeah. between each other
0: yeah um, it, I can't really explain any more of it than that um, there's a lot of maybe like the, between the 20s and 30 year olds that again you're thinking what's brought you what's brought you on the streets, you know, why are you here? But you hear some of the stories, it's... They feel safer on the streets than what their other environment was. That's why they've moved themselves onto the streets. Yeah. And I think you've just got to... You've actually got to go out there and, and speak to people. If they're willing to speak to you and, mm. and they feel comfortable with you and just listen to their stories, some of them are really heartbreaking, you know. But then they still of a smile they're still yeah. you know they're still and for them the comfort is that you've actually taken the time to sit with them and speak with them and treat them as normal people i think that's the thing isn't it they're just normal
1: yeah
0: that's it there's nothing that... i think that's
1: a surprising thing for some yeah. people yeah that they are normal it's surprised some of the people have really surprised me with their backstory yeah you know like when you think you know uh that, that, the, the professional people there, yeah. and this series of, sometimes small series, mm. uh, of events, have just ended their world as it stood, yeah. and they've ended up in this position. That's right. And they are people you just wouldn't imagine. No. And I think with the with with the climate in the country, you're getting more families. Yeah. I mean, what's what's the what what do you think? What is the situations that affect you most?
0: Um. Well, again, what I've mentioned about being on the streets. Um, only last week I was out, and there was a couple, man and woman, young, only, well, I'd say, like, mid to late 20s, early 30s. Very young to us. Yes, very young to <laughs> us, yeah. And they came, and they they were laughing and joking, very loving towards each other, but they yeah. were on the streets. Yeah. And the girl was pregnant. She was oh, due in right. March. Oh. And that affected me, that one, a bit. Because even though she was happy and she was talking about the baby and them as a couple having their hair cut, and this was 10 o'clock at night on a wet night in Manchester, um, just near the Arendelle, if anybody knows there, and they were bedding down there for the night, and when I went home, I'm thinking, I just couldn't sleep. I was tossing and turning all night thinking about this. And it was raining outside, and I kept thinking, she's pregnant, That she shouldn't be on the street. You know, nobody should be on the street, but she's pregnant, you know, and I just... It, that one that one got to me. That mm. got to me a bit. Um But hopefully I'll see her again when we go back out and just hopefully keep an eye, and, and wherever I can help, if I need to help in any way, that I, then I'll, I'll try. I'll try and get the right contacts, but I don't know what's going to happen to her, you
1: know. No, and I, I think... It, it's, it's it's something that I mean I have those situations where I the, yeah. there's I always take someone I always take someone home with me. Yeah. You know, not literally, not physically, but yeah. in my mind. In your mind. They just keep popping into my mind, yeah. you know. And, and I, I think know.
0: it's a guilt as well. You feel guilty, yeah, feel guilty. for what you've got. Yeah. And then if you really it's going back to how we were feeling, like we were in like we've both situations were in low places and then you think God, I, I, that, that was nothing compared to what they're going through. And you've got this guilt of going home to your nice house, yeah. your nice hot shower, your nice hot comfy bed. And there I, is I, don't,
1: that guilt. I don't know if it helps you, but what I've, how I've got through that, or what I've done to deal with that over the years, is I've just tried to repla- replace mm. the guilt with gratitude. Yes. And if you place, if you're, it can be, can be so, something more positive then. Yeah. If you can replace the guilt, with gratitude, yeah. it almost makes, it almost makes it that worthwhile, yeah. that if, and if that's, if that's the lesson it gives to us as a society, that um, it makes us more grateful,
0: yeah.
1: that these people are in this position, um, and, and no matter what your position, you are luckier than someone yeah else.
0: you are, you're definitely you luckier, yeah.
1: I mean there's people with all the wealth in the world, you know, yeah. fully depressed, They're unhappy with a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh and it's and it, you know y- y- you find out the people who win the lottery often are, they're very unhappy. Yeah, people who you know how many people who find stardom in the pop world or you know I show me age in the pop world, but it, it, you know <laughs> like how they then have all these pro- troubles and problems and yeah. turn to different you know addictions because they're just not they're not happy with their lot. No, and mm. sometimes. I've met some of the most contented people, or, or not contented, I suppose, but in these positions, and that that they're, they're happy for something small.
0: That's right. Yeah. What
1: we think is small. Yeah. Like a conversation. Yeah. Like a handshake, like a yeah. hug, like yeah. a, and and you can see in their eyes the gratitude they've got for something like That's that. That's
0: it. Even just a touch, the touch of uh, you actually touching their head or whatever. It's it sounds. Nothing, but to them, it's God. Someone actually cares. Yeah. You know that they, they're grateful that we actually care about them. Yeah. You know, and it, it does give them a lift. Of, you know, I. People say, "Oh, it's just a haircut." Well, no, it's not. No.
1: It's
0: mo- much, much more than just a haircut. And you've got you've got to be able to, you've got to feel that that you've got to feel this, this connection to carry on with it. The, the, yeah. To
1: I think you to have to witness it to, yeah. to, to, or see it to believe it, almost. That's right. yeah. Because um, sometimes it, I might be standing back and watching. Yeah. Um, if I'm at a new place, and you know, and I, I sometimes I see it for the first time again, almost. Because yeah. anything you do consistently, you tend to take for granted, and yeah. I sometimes because I'm doing it a lot, um, and all of a sudden I see it again f- with new eyes. I just see someone lift. I see someone yeah. walking as you say, hunched, hunched over, up, yeah. the world on their shoulders, yeah. and then I see them just lift and lift and lift and walk out, right. head held high,
0: yeah.
1: smile on their face, you yeah. know, and it's it's an amazing thing to witness.
0: It is, yeah. I think we get more thank yous yeah. <laughs> now
1: yeah, <laughs> doing yeah. haircuts than what I've
0: ever done.
1: <laughs> Tips are rubbish, aren't they? Yeah, oh,
0: they're,
1: they're a bit bad <laughs> I mean, um, so... What would you say to um you've been doing this like a year now. That we often get asked by volunteers, so what what would you say a volunteer needs to expect from us?
0: From us, from you yeah, From, yeah, us. A, what, from what the experience,
1: did... yeah. What what would they
0: um
1: what, you know, they've not done it for the first time, they're all yeah. worried about what might happen. What,
0: what I always try and prep them. Like I said before, it's not for everybody. Um I do tend to it's I suppose that's a negative and I shouldn't really start off with a negative um, but I turn it around as in this is what y- you're walking into the, the rough sleepers that are coming straight into a centre they are rough mm. they are rough as in they're going to stink
1: mm. you
0: know they, they're going to be so low um, the hair's maybe never been cut for weeks and weeks mm. if at all um, and we've got no washing facilities, it's a case of you're going you're just going straight in there and you're either dry cut and wet wet it down, that's it. Um I'll, i I get asked from volunteers, well what do we talk about? What do we say to them? And I c I kinda just say to them, Well, you we just talk to them how you would talk to another client.
1: Yeah.
0: However, you obviously don't ask whether they're going on holiday this <laughs> yeah. year. You know, you you've got to yeah. just think a bit, you yeah. know. Um but I always I always make sure they're they're fully Prepared to know that this is what you're walking into, hmm. this is what you'll see, and um, you know you're not talking about violence or anything like that. That's no. that just doesn't which it can, it
1: can it can occur, but it's
0: very very rare.
1: It's very yeah. rare. I found that, and yeah. it, but that is responsibility of the centres we work in. That's and right. That's um, they do centers. the risk assessments with. Yeah. That's
0: why yeah. the team leaders go in. Yeah. You know, I'll go to the centre first to do a bit of a recce to see what's what they're going to be walking into and make sure. It's a safe environment for us as well. and um, obviously when you know the scissors and stuff, uh, you know, yeah. you you don't know, do you? So so make sure your tools are, are kept on you at all times. So don't leave them yeah. lying around because you just you don't know. and no. um, but again, you, I've never experienced anything like that. Um, but this is what you're walking into. This is what you're going to be faced with. Um, I understand if you come along. It's not if it's not for you. That's fine. That's great. But nine times out of ten as soon as I put the next day up bang oof, they're in there you know yep yeah. yeah, I want to do that center yeah. yeah um I think you've just got to be realistic and tell them this is what this is what you're going to see. um obviously Manchester's got quite a high um with spice so we do have yeah. clients coming in that yes you know that they're just not quite with it yeah. if, um
1: so like when you say spice because um Obviously, people listening what not. Yeah, I mean, we we know what it is, yeah. and um, so right, what would they, what would it, you say to them? It's like
0: it's um, Manchester's got a bad sort of name as in the zombie drug. Yeah, yeah. The um, good
1: analogy for it, it
0: really. Uh, I mean, if they were, if they were at that state, if they walked into a the centre, then I would refuse. Yeah, yeah. To do the head, you just you know you just wouldn't do it. Um, they usually just not really wanting to talk to you, they're a bit floppy, um, mm. you know, they're just generally un- unresponsive, really, mm. you know, as in a way that they're not interested in what w- what you do, mm. you know, and if they are at that stage, if they, depending on how bad they are, then, yeah. you know, I'd watch to see if, all right, shall we carry on, should we yeah. not carry on? Um, again, our... the centres are,
1: yeah, that's, they, they're, they're the ones that,
0: related. yeah, they, they send them, make a list and send whoever through to us as well, so. Yeah.
1: Are you are you seeing a rise in that in the sort of use of spice and
0: um, in Manchester, yes, yeah. in the city centre, yes, not yeah. the Greater Manchester areas, no, no. Um, but definitely in the city centre. I, I think um, the problem
1: is it's cheap, isn't it? That's yeah, the, the that's biggest it. problem. Yeah. It's cheap and affordable and, and I mean, available. Yeah, you know, and it's, again, it's they're getting game. a bad
0: name for it all. Look at them, you know. Look at them all spiced yeah. up or drugged up as they yeah, get
1: Yeah, druggies and.
0: Come on, I mean I'm not I'm not saying it's a good thing. However, how else are they going to get through? (laughs) Through the day, the day and and night, you know, and the next week, and the week after that, you know, it's just and and then it's a vicious circle. They're stuck in that, you know, and getting back out of it and getting the help and the support. It's that that that's the hardest part is getting them to go and get that next step to get the support Mm. to try and help them move on again. It's it's that bit in the middle, you know, but yeah. she's taking it out of our hands because we're not obviously there to do that no. part. We're just in to do our service of the haircut to try and yeah, well, give them that, the lift to make yeah. them look a little bit, bit better. If we're going for the referrals, yeah. you know, or going for any interviews. But what? you
1: can't help but want that to yeah. get involved in that next you do, step, can. You? because yeah. you feel sometimes that, yeah. that um, it's, it's some of it, sometimes it seems so hopeless. Yeah. But I think the important thing is to um, is to then really latch on to the success stories. Yeah. You know, some of those, you know, going back to where we were today, yeah. there's some wonderful um, ex-homeless people... That's right. ..who yeah. are companions. Yeah. But they're it's so proactive in there. Yeah. It's so, you know... Um,
0: I think that's what I kept saying to you. All oh, the next time you come up, you must come and see the centre just to see how this operates. And um, and I know Harry, who runs that centre, he was really excited when I said, oh, do you know, Stuart's coming up. Yeah. I'm going to bring him in, you know, let's... <laughs> No, so he was really excited about it, and the, yeah. they all were, it was like a big thing for them, oh, is this the founder, is this yeah. the yeah, 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 it is, you know. That's
1: weird for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's very weird for me, yeah. uh, but I do, yeah, I do yeah. understand that, but it, uh, yeah, that's, I've become this sort of like homeless spokesperson, yeah. but it, you, you know, um, I take it as it is, it's... Um, it just blows my mind sometimes, yeah. and when I see that, and it really, they really impress me. Yeah. They really do impress me. People, places like this, because I'm all about action, yeah. you know. And it's that thing I equated it to. It today it's like, it's like they're not just putting a band aid on. That they're they're actually really healing.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, they're taking some and not just giving a surface That's sort right. of um, surface. they're 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 they're, they're, it, they're doing them more supporting, it, know, them, and encouraging, and yeah. growing and yeah. rebuilding, and, right. and so many places are doing that now Yeah, and they to get them on to
0: the next level and getting them to be independent, Get and their confidence as well. It's That's a big thing, going to try and build their confidence mm. to say, yeah, you can do this, you know, you, you can move on to the next stage, you know. If you really want to, you will. You know, you've got the people there to support you mm. and take you over to the next stage. I think what I've found as well, what's happening on my area as a team leader... Is I'm starting to network a few different other charities that do different supports and support groups for the homeless, and I'm starting to get that network going now. So we're all helping each other or referring, you know, each which, other. sort of? Um, we've got Changing Steps, um, who I met a f- few weeks ago down in London. Got speaking to them, ve- ex-veterans that set up that charity, and they just help ex-military that're yeah. homeless get them off the streets and support them, and they're available 24-7. Right. You can call them up anytime. And they're just for servicemen? And they're just for servicemen. Yeah. They'll just go in, they'll pick them up, and they'll just deal with them and get them the right monies, benefits, whatever, or whatever it is, support they need. Um, get a roof over the head, even if it's a shared accommodation, they get them right. in a shared accommodation. But they support them, they don't just leave them there, they yeah. continue the support. So obviously there's been a few ex-servicemen on the streets in Manchester... I phoned up um, and spoke to um, the guy who runs Changing Steps, Dave, um, and he said, like, "Right, leave it with me." He got a hop in Eccles. He's contacted them in Eccles, and then they've been out in the streets and they, they, you know, they find where. Well, when I say there was such such a person in this yeah. area, and as far as I'm aware, they're coming down and helping them because I've not seen them back on the streets, so I presume no. they've been lifted, yeah. they? yeah. not yeah. lifted but helped and.
1: Oh, lifted, yeah, yeah because yeah. they've been lifted out of that situation right. and then yeah. supported and hopefully not to return, yeah. But um, it's amazing, I think, when this is when something magical yeah. happens, that's right. Rather than us all yeah. in our own little bubbles. Like our haircuts for homeless, yeah. changing lives, yeah. Um, what was that one?
0: Changing steps, changing steps, yeah. i was just sorry, I was
1: changing lives the other day, and then there's
0: the helper squaddy as well, which squaddie. is which they're linked to as well. So that's yeah. another one, um, their course hub help as well, yeah. um. I'm going back to when I go out in the streets. I'm actually supporting a small outreach group called Unity, um, and they, they go out every Tuesday night. Um, there, there, there is this bit of a stigma with some of the outreach groups as well. That they're just coming out to hand out a few sandwiches, and yeah. um, but this group, the reason I support them is that they, they go a bit more than that, above and beyond. Um, they, they've made such a little great relationship with this little homeless community that they deal with and they start off in on one end manchester and then walk round on a certain route on this tuesday night and they're all waiting for them these guys and, and ladies and they're on that step of they're, they're looking for to get trained up so that they could then do referrals themselves. They 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 are so passionate about these people on the streets that they take them, they'll take them to any appointments, they'll go back down the next day, they'll take them to any referral centre or they'll take them to a hospital appointment. Anyone that's ended up in hospital, they've actually gone in as visitors just to sit and talk with them so that you know like to feel like the their family. And they just go above and beyond for for their little homeless community. Now I deal with uh, another centre called Barnabas uh, in Manchester and they're like a drop-in centre but they also have all the support for doing referrals. Now when I sat and had meetings with the Barnabas team we were talking about the outreach and there was this just a little conflict. I I, I explained, look, no, this outreach group go above and beyond and he says, I'd like to speak to them. He said, I could help them. Where they could help us so I've got them talking now yeah and my last conversation when I was out last Tuesday um with the outreach group is that they are now going under Barnabas's wing and they're right. now going to get all the training like the volunteers do in Barnabas get right. all trained up for now they're going to be able to do referrals mm. so where it started off <laughs> is haircuts for homeless we're yeah. now like networking we're bringing other people together and we're all supporting each
1: other now. See, and I think that's amazing. I think that, yeah. the, and that's this is what I've seen over the years. I've seen so many sides in the work because you know, like I've I've done lots in uh, recovery and alcoholism and, and yeah. drug use, and I've and and then in homeless world for the last five years, and I've come across lots of it's almost like um into into rivalry. Yeah. Of, of, of people all meaning well,
0: yeah,
1: meaning well, yeah, all wanting to do well,
0: That's right.
1: and almost a little bit of a fear,
0: yeah,
1: a fear of working with other people. That's right, they
0: get a bit precious, and, yeah, they a get bit, a bit yeah. precious and a yeah. bit
1: concerned that someone's going to take over yeah. and all this stuff. So they all carry on doing their own thing, yeah. um, blindly ignoring everyone else. That's Whereas true. when you, when people do together. come together, yeah. The sum of those parts is multiplied and you do get so much more done.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: And that's an, a great example, And yeah. you know, with the squaddies and...
0: Yeah.
1: And and I think... And I've been approached by someone from um, Samaritans who yeah. did something with them a couple of years ago, but they're saying that maybe we could do something a bit more formal, you know, yeah. that that we we come across... I mean, you must have done lots of people with mental health oh, issues. yeah, yeah. You know, and, Absolutely. and if we click that maybe they're mm. vulnerable... Yeah. If we've got access to the right, you know, that we can put them straight to That's the right. right people at the Samaritans or something like that. Yeah. I can see the links growing stronger and stronger yeah. in the future.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was like um, one of the other centres, I'd said, um, they didn't realise how big haircuts for homeless was until they actually researched. I'd only been going in the centre for about. Four or five months, yeah. and then they actually had a look to see what we're we're actually about, yeah. and realised we, we were we were bigger than what they thought. They thought yeah. I was just a hairdresser coming in with a couple yeah. of volunteers, yeah. and now the 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 relationship I've built with them, and again we're now networking and getting them. Yeah. You know, they were talking about oh the ex servicemen, and you know, like some of them like, again going back to the like post traumatic stress disorder. You know, mm. when they, they didn't know what to do, with, they they hadn't handled what to do with that or how to approach that. And again, I was saying, well, why don't you speak to them? I don't know. I presume they'd be able to help you. But speak to Changing Steps and help a they you know, connect with them. And they have done. They've got that connection as well yeah. now. So it's again, I'm going back to networking. We're all, you know, helping each other. Yeah. You know, and that's uh, yeah. Come from.
1: Just that's wonderful. <laughs> it really is wonderful. Now. Apart from all that, mm. where are you taking... Oh, tomorrow morning we're off to witness to open We are, a new, yes. a new session, um, yes. which is one of your uh, colleagues that's going to set up on her own. She is, <laughs> yes, yeah. She's probably not going to sleep tonight. No,
0: she's not.
1: <laughs> but, um, so where are you taking us tomorrow night?
0: Tomorrow night we're off to King's House in Manchester um, and it's a VIP event. Ah, oh, uh, yeah. Now the VIP events, they're on... King's House run them six times a year, three for the men, three for the women. And what they do is they do a proper red carpet um, and they go around in little mini buses to different centres and pick up the homeless, friends, clients, and bring them to us. Um, We do the bit of pampering with the haircuts, make them feel nice. Tomorrow night is the men's session. So a little bit aftershave, they're feeling they're going to pull that night and they go downstairs. And we have, uh, down there, all the tables are set uh, for an evening. They have a little bit of entertainment, they have their three-course meal, and um, there's a rack of new clothes where they get to pick, you know, like an outfit, a jacket, a, a top, pair of trousers, pair of shoes. And But the meals are all made with its top chefs that come in from um, restaurants throughout Manchester, and they come in and have theme nights. So I presume tomorrow night's Indian meal because that's what the ladies was a couple of weeks ago, and they cook all this Indian food or they cook whatever the theme night is. They cook the food. They have the three course meal. They've had their pamper from us, and oh, they, they, it's a great night for them. It, it's 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 a lovely night.
1: I think the yeah. wonderful thing about that is is the fact that VIP is yeah. uh, you know and that the, the red carpet's laid out and the, you but, know
0: it's to feel a little bit important.
1: It's to be. Yeah. Yeah, to yeah. be treated like VIP now. So yeah. it's almost like everyone needs the basics of life. Yeah. But every now and then we need a treat. A treat, yeah. So that's Too even important. someone in their position gets a treat, gets treated like a king for a day or a yeah. queen for a day. And, that's right. You know, yeah. And it's almost like, and I've seen the, the thing, it's almost like a sort of a wedding atmosphere. Yeah, you know, it is. With the tables yeah. and everyone sits down together.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's and, and What an
1: amazing thing. And, uh, you know, I think uh, this is the only one I've come across. Yeah um here in in manchester and it 's something that i 'm sure that if people saw it and jumped on it that it could be because replicated for yeah. every city in the country because it's I understand it has to be yeah. you know with budgets and things Actually. it has to be on an occasional basis like anything it 's yeah. something to look forward to yeah you 've yeah. got you 've got maybe you get to go to three or four of those a year. You know, it's just cause something in the future, something to look forward Literally, to, you know, yeah. proper night out. And give them
0: a bit of a lift again. Yeah. the walk away from there. They, yeah. You know, that's, um a nice social evening for them and a nice environment as well. Yeah. Some good food, nice clothes, nice haircut. Yeah. I hope.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. might get me tomorrow night. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> yeah but tomorrow night they're predicting roundabout between 35 and 40 Gentlemen are coming right. tomorrow night, so oh, we've
1: brilliant. got,
0: um, and I think I've got six volunteers, definite yeah. volunteers, two are just juggling the work about. So we've got enough volunteers, yeah. I'll just cover that for two hours. Oh,
1: that's amazing! Yeah, it's great. I'm really looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah, and I think it's important as to you know, we, we, we've got to keep the basics coming, yeah, but sometimes to think of something above and beyond yeah. uh, the basics of life for people who are out there Um, so how would you say um, where do you see the future of this going with you then oh with me um... it's about you I'm asking you today
0: (laughs) about me Um, well I just want to keep doing what I'm doing and hope I'm you know taking on more projects and yeah Put, as I said put some team leaders in because yeah. we're doubling up on certain days now or, or on a Monday really yeah. um, we've got a couple of centres running together you know and I've got another team leader that I've put in he'll take care of that centre for me and it's is that Mark? to go. yeah Mark yeah, he'll do because he he lives over that end um, of Manchester so it's easier for him to get over there than me to get to there but then it's freeing me up for me to go to Liverpool and mm. you know it, so b- between us, I know that centre's taken care of, um, Liverpool have already assigned a team leader there um, yeah. and our, when she's got her confidence up, that that's fine, she'll take over from that one. So that, yeah. I can't see that happening until around about February, March when she feels ready, I won't just leave her to it. No. Um, but again, we'll be opening a couple of other projects over in Liverpool as well. Um, and then Sheffield, I've got a team leader waiting to take over there, and we'll launch in Sheffield in February. So I'll got a bit of the Bags again there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there. But then once we've got that one launched, there's a second project waiting to launch over there as well. So right. while I've got all these little team leaders going in, it's freeing me to then go and look at other projects, yeah. you know, and, and assess all them and then put teams in there as well. So I can just see my area expanding and expanding and um it's like how it is nationally for you for me i'm seeing my area grow as well
1: well i I think the thing is if if we can use you as an example of people see not everyone's got your um time or passion and now they said well i'm going to clarify on that because time is the great equaliser. Yeah. We've all got 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so we've all got the same time. But Mm -hmm. maybe your commitments are different now that you've got, you know, and you choose a a, bit more freer, yeah. Yeah. Um, So maybe, you know, there's a team leader out there who, you know, in different part of the country who's got, you know, in your position where they've got enough time to do it that they could, you know, you're you're leading the way now of how to be like an area manager or area team leader, you know. Yeah, um, and you know, with that, because people often say, "Well, how far do you want it to go?" You know, because yeah. you've 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 reached every corner of the UK pretty much, but I think we've only scratched the surface. Oh
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. There's there's there's, there's it, it's there's loads of centres out there that you just don't know about, and mm. they're just slowly coming out. You know, and you, oh God, I didn't know that was there, and gosh, that was there, which. In one way it's sad as well, because it just shows how much there is with homeless you know yeah. the people there's there's that many centers, but then that's that many homeless people as well that that's yeah. and you don't know about that you know it's not just a case of seeing the homeless person on the street when you're walking to work or going on a night hour or whatever
1: yeah
0: it's it's much more than that and
1: I think it's more that we don't see.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: We're only seeing the surface of it because we're seeing the people who are out on the street that are in the front line of it, or or, or, you know maybe um, trying to get something to eat or for whatever reason. But there's so many more who don't want to be seen.
0: That's right. Who are
1: hiding away and you know uh, I mean tomorrow when we open witness, I think that's our sixty third across the country. But if you think. Um, because of the rate of growth in the last recent, yeah. you know, time, particularly since we was lucky enough to have the TV advert, that, that escalated things. That just, yeah. it? just
0: helped so much, yeah.
1: You know, it helped amazingly. and um, But that's really, like, maybe people like you wouldn't have even got to us at that point. No. Because that just, that just lighted people's imagination.
0: Yeah.
1: Of, oh, we can And what we've tried to do is actually... Uh, Form a movement.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's lots of people. There's lots of people out there doing this that aren't affiliated to us. You yeah. know, in their yeah. own way. That's right. And good luck to them. And and you know, you know, some of them are doing a great job. Yeah. But the point of this is to make a movement that we, together, we're stronger. Yes. You know, right. and you've 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 experienced that recently. And I think also for you know intergroup, yeah. work, bringing other groups together. That's right. Yeah other projects, other homeless sort of things in society where when you work together,
0: yeah.
1: you can achieve even more. That's right,
0: yeah. I think um, the thing I'd like to look at doing as well is actually looking at different areas as well. Not necessarily me going in and open projects in different areas, but actually going into centres that are already established and just, again, meeting other people from different areas. Yeah. And seeing how they work, how they do things, see if I, anything I I'm missing that I can do better for my area. Yeah. If I can.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, and that's that, and there again, that's that wonderful sort of open-mindedness you've got of of not presuming that you're doing everything perfectly. Yeah. Um, and not presuming you can't learn from someone else, right, and actually yeah. p- taking the care to want to see somewhere yeah. else. You know, I know your sons li- yeah. living in London at the moment. Your right. two, two sons. So yeah. when, and as you said, like when you're down there, I'm sure I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna drag you along to a different one yeah. for a change, and, and uh, fill your diary like you fill mine. But um, <laughs> yeah, and it'll, it'll only be it'll only be beneficial for both to hear about your work in the north. That's right, yeah. um, And to then. You know, you to take away some of the things that you see them yeah. doing. Um,
0: and I suppose it's like a learning. You, you, as a hairdresser, you never stop learning either. No. And you pick up things from. Like I've I've picked up a lot from the barbers, the way they do certain things. I've yeah. picked things up from other hairstylists, how they do different yeah. cuts and things. So you're always learning. It's always a learning, you know, curve for you. Yeah. Um. And hopefully that you can bring something to maybe someone else. Then you know and. Um that's kind of worked a little bit with one of our volunteers over in Liverpool. She's always wanting to learn she's always wanting to know what we're doing yeah. and how we're doing that you yeah. know so it's not just a case of doing haircuts, and out you go it's the volunteers we're all learning off each other as well yeah. you know I've learned so much yeah. in
1: the last five years, and I've right. been I've been hairdressing yeah. forty years now, yeah. and I, I, I've still learnt so much in yeah. the last five years. You that's know, right. even like cutting, you know, Afro Caribbean hair. Yes, and, yeah. You know, like yeah. that used to scare me, and now, I, yeah. you know, I think I'm okay. at It. But yeah. you know, I've, but I learnt from the other guys a lot of the time. That's you know, right. and if anything, I couldn't, I didn't feel hundred percent confident with. You just stand and watch, that's and then right. you stand and, and yeah. then you do, and you know. And I think know,
0: that's another thing about being um, a volunteer as well. If there's something you're not sure of doing, you know you can always sort of say, like, can you step in on this one? Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm not comfortable being able to do that haircut, yeah. or I'm just not comfortable with that situation. Could you do this one yeah. for me? And and yeah, we all we all support each other. Um, however, you still, I still have. I'm a pre, I presume you will as well there's still that one haircut that you've done <laughs> and you look and you think, oh, God, that's that bloody good. Though.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do get it, yeah. and I, but the funny thing I, I find is I sort of almost pause yeah. and almost stand around and look around waiting <laughs> for this applause that's yeah. there. Yeah. As if everyone's going to go, my God, God Stuart, what a fantastic haircut. But uh, yeah. and no one really cares. No,
0: don't. No, <laughs> but no. I do. Yeah.
1: And the thing is, I think what you've really brought, and that's the, probably the most uh, wonderful thing about all of it, the pride you 've got in your work, yeah. for the customer that you 're sitting in front of you That's right. which yeah. is a homeless person, yeah,
0: yeah, and
1: I think that probably defines everything about the respect you 've got for them yeah um, I think possibly is um, you know it 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 continues to blow me away yeah. with how you know professional people have all all forms all parts of our our, our profession yeah, you know i 've got hairdressers that are. Headrests to the stars. Yes, who command a, a, a very high price for their work. That's right. To someone who's a a, a, a stylist, we, we we always have qualified people, so we're yeah. not got you know we don't yeah. have people That's who right. can't do the work. Yeah. But maybe sometimes they they you know at the beginning of their career maybe yeah. you know yeah, and it all across that they all treat people with the same respect. That's right. You yeah. know yeah. No where they're coming from. Yeah. Um. So I think we're getting towards the hour mark. Um okay. I think really, uh, I think I've heard enough from you. You know, <laughs> like you rabbit on like you normally do. But uh, now I, I, I just want to, I just want to thank you. And um, and I think from what you've told us today, um, will make everyone realise. Yeah. Why I call you my queen of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, yeah, something. No,
0: thank you. Thank, like you. To thank you as well. See
1: you later. <laughs> See you later. Just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people. Some of the people that work in some of these places, many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling.